what's up everybody yours truly back in the space back in the place once again mickey smith jr and you know what time it is we call it see the sound the podcast that that challenges us to see maybe what we overlook and when i talk about the sound we're not talking about the audible necessarily we're talking about the internal the internal significance that we all carry that value that we add to others that sound that either can resonate or even repel and at the end of the day it's about who we are as much as what we do and today i'm excited to share with our see the sound podcast listeners and individual that has been a tremendous blessing and a value adder, not just to me, but to so many of us in the profession. We are excited to have in the house, Dr. Tim Lotzenheiser. Dr. Tim, welcome. We're glad to have you today. Well, Mickey, thank you. And thanks for inviting me to do this. I'm already excited just hearing your introduction. This is great. <laughs> Let's go for it. That's it. Hey, hey, you heard the man. He said, Let's go for it. So look, guys, on the other side of this sound, you will see the sound. What's up, everybody? Once again, once again, I'm so glad wherever you may be and however you may be, just excited that you are here with us today for this exciting edition of See the Sound. Uh, again, I, I can't overstate this, guys. This gentleman that's with us today has been a giant and is a giant in our profession and across across the boundaries, not just music, it's education in general, it's leadership, uh, showing us all how to make our next steps our best steps. And uh, I can't wait to get started today and just converse and share and uh, let you guys experience what so many of us in the profession know. Dr. Tim, uh, I said it before, I'll say it again, it is an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you today. For those folks that may be listening to us for the first time that, that may not be familiar, I can't imagine who they are, but maybe there's somebody out there that's not familiar with you. Can you just share with us uh, maybe about two minutes about a little bit about yourself? How did we get to this point here today that we're at? Um, I think everybody likes to talk about themselves. <laughs> um, I was um, came from a very small farm community, uh, did not have a really good band experience too much growing up, had a great choir experience. Uh, and uh, went to college, um, knocked out some degrees, uh, became a college band director. I uh, did that for 10 years. Then I went to work for um, McCormick's Enterprises, which was the, the, found, the founding uh, uh, overarching part of Bands of America. Mm. Uh, did that for three years and then started Attitude Concepts for today. And then that led to oh, a myriad of things, Mickey. I mean, uh, that's where Essential Elements came from with Hal Leonard. That's where um, the vice presidency, I do, I'm a vice president for Con Summer, uh, Division of Education. Um, and just, you know, being around people, well, you know, it's all relationships yeah. and yeah. one thing leads to another. And, you know that's the way it works yeah that's it. that's it you know every every day is an opportunity and i truly believe that every opportunity is just that another opportunity for another opportunity mm -hmm. and you hit it on you hit the nail on the head life life moves at the speed of relationships and uh i'm, I'm discovering that more and more it's not just what you know but it's who you know and if you are prepared for that pivotal moment and i think that we are now in just that a pivotal moment not just not just from an education standpoint but but from a societal standpoint i think there's so many things that are shifting and that are like i like to say sifting right now that that if we're careful we can find that we'll come through the sift refined we'll come through better we'll come through processed and ready to add even greater value and i i i, I want to share something with you dr tim man my 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 high school director, uh, he's retired now, Hall of Fame, uh, jazz music educator, instructor, and phenomenal concert band leader. I had no idea 
what I was witnessing every day I stepped into that band hall. Because <laughs> to be honest with you, my middle school experience, eh, you know, I'm grateful for it. But my man would tell us on many occasions he was buying this time. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on this thing called retirement. We thought it, we thought it was some chick he was waiting on. I just, the way he <laughs> talked about it, I just, I just kept waiting on her to come through the door. But he kept talking about retirement and uh, bless his soul. He was a great man. Love, love, love Mr. Hungerford. But when I got, when I got to high school, I saw this gentleman by the name of Jay Ecker. Jay, if you're listening today, man, I, 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 I always believe in giving folks their flowers. And Jay was that, he was that unicorn. He was that unique individual that brought the passion. He brought the excitement. He got on that podium and he taught with the ferocity that he played that that bass with when he was funking it up on the bass or if he was in the concert. He was the principal uh, bass player for the symphony and just just an immensely talented individual. And look, I didn't know anything about band director chops, Dr. Tim. I thought mm -hmm. all band directors were that amazing. So when my opportunity came to go to college and do different things like that, I saw the value in in making sure that I kept my proficiency up on my instruments so that I could I could try to invoke some level of emotion out of my students and make them make them feel that joy and that excitement. But I said all that to say he was a great motivator at the same time, too. He would always say never settle for uh, less than your best. And it was something that he heard at one of your your sessions that that struck that chord with him. Now, I say all that to say this one day I was getting ready to get my band prepared, Dr. Tim, and uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like first, second year teacher. And, but I knew this. I knew to call for help. So I called my college band director and he came and conducted us. And as he's conducting that first note, I had four big letters in the back of the band hall that said B-A-N-D. B stood for be your best. A is aim for success. N, of course, never settle for less than your best. And D was demand excellence. That never settle for less than your best stuck with me. He would always he would always mention you in, the, in that that session that he heard from you, and he would preach that and teach that each and every day. And um, I'll never forget the band didn't sound good. Dr. Lemke conducted that first note, and he's a very imposing man. He's about six foot four, very serious nature, Germanic background. I mean, he's a, you know he's a he's a stern fella. And as he conducted that first note, the N fell down. <laughs> and when I tell you, come on, you know what I'm talking about. As I'm sitting there, you talk about add insult to injury. Not only do I have my mentor up there conducting the band, but in big, bold letters, it literally says bad, B-A-D. <laughs> when I kid you not, this happened not once, not twice, but three times. But on the third time it happened, three years in a row, I gorilla glued that in. I put duct tape on it. It kept falling until one year, the final year it fell, I literally had a banner that my principal had gotten me in honor of the Grammy finalist that I had gotten that year. And it, it, it noted something like, you know, best band director, we love you, Mr. Smith, and best in the world, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it hit me that day, I'm looking at this banner and next to it, it says bad. And it hit me that day that literally, we can do a lot as educators. We can do a lot as individuals, but at our best, all we can really do is help others be their best. Mm -hmm. aim for success and demand excellence mm -hmm. and if we do all those things we could literally be the best but it could still be bad and somebody out there right now is going through challenge i want you to speak to this today <sighs> that everything can be bad but sometimes we put too much on ourselves there has to be a level of buy-in from the individuals that we're connected to i realized in that moment that the one thing i can't do is go all in never settle for less than your best that's the one essential element that has to be added, not by me, the teacher, but I have to I have to make the atmosphere conducive enough for that young person to feel compelled to go all in. 
So what happened after that was we turned a tragedy into a triumph. Every year we went to festival, I would take the end off on purpose. And after we came oh. back and we we did well, whether we got a trophy or not, which we usually did, but even if we didn't, if, if they did their best, because it's not all about the trophy, it's about what you did, it's about what you brought to that stage. If they brought everything they had to the stage, I would bring a ladder and I'd walk that end back up and I'd stick that end back up there. And we went from bad to band. And now I tell you, it was it was greater than any trophy or any award I could have given them. But it all comes back from a word that you spoke. And, and, and I would just, I don't even know if you remember sharing that. I know it made an incredible impact on my director. And um, I just want to just kind of open up the floor for you just to, to share with us today about what educators can do to, to provide those, those climates and those atmospheres for students to feel free to go all in, especially at a time when there may be some intrepidation, there may be some fear, there may be some timidity about even stepping out there and doing things because we've been... We've been shell shocked for the last two years. Mm -hmm. I think the um, that's a great story, by the way. That's great. I mean, I love that. Um, would 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 you be where you are today if it wasn't for him? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Would you have been a band director? I would. I would say no. I don't even think I would be a band director. He showed me what was possible, and from the community I came from, that wasn't even a thing you did. Yeah, I mean. Going to college was a was a unicorn and a rainbow and a fantasy. We, we heard about it, you know, but he made it real. He provided me the opportunity to make all state. He facilitated the auditions. He 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 provided me the, the the individual instruction that gave me the confidence to go out there and 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 be who I am. He took me on the gigs, the gigs that I wasn't even age appropriate or legal enough to go on. But thank you, thank you, Jay. I got in there and I got to got to work the craft. So no, I wouldn't I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for individuals such as. Jay Ecker. I think particularly music teachers that um, Mickey, they have to look at that, that uh, like when some people choose a profession, like if you're going to be, I don't know, an architect or something, you look for a college that's got a great architectural school. If you're going to be a music teacher, band director, you're guided by your mentor to where he or she thinks you should go. Mm. And it usually has to do with who their mentor was. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it goes so, back right. that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anybody's got that kind of influence. Maybe a coach, but that's only if you get to play. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, <laughs> that's and, true. And ba band's a place for everybody, right? Um, I've always, I, I love that thing that says, and, and please understand, I love sports. So this sure. is not, but you play on the team, you play in the band. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's it's good. It's your family, right? That's it. You play on the team, but you play in the in band. You know, I was just speaking with some students about that today. I said, there's, there's no, there's no bench. <laughs> there's no bench in band. <laughs> we, everybody's a starter in this bad boy. So we all got to have all hands on deck. Yes, indeed. Everybody plays varsity. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's so interesting hearing you say that because even I think back to those letters, B A N D, you can't even have the word band without the word and like, like, like it's, it's, in its nature, you can't even say that bad boy without having that idea of ensemble. And, and I think now more than ever, it's important that we that we are more inclusive, that we are more embracing of the value that we all bring. And again, there may be folks listening today that's like, well, Mickey, you know, I'm, I'm really a fan of what I'm hearing, but I'm I'm the math teacher. 
you know, I'm the science teacher. What does that mean for me? I think it means two things. Uh, I think number one, I, I think it's a reminder of everything you shared and brought back to my remembrance that modern day teaching is relationship based teaching. Mm -hmm. You can't separate the two. Uh, I mean, we, we, we literally serve the what's in it for me generation. And that's fine. Like I get excited about that because they've given the blueprint. They've literally said, if you can show me what's in it for me, then I'm all in. I, I think I think another level to this thing is not not just the relationship that that can be fostered uh, in in what we do, but I think it's also the value that we can show them. You know, it's 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 not just it's not just hey, I'm your buddy, but I, I think that it's it's an understanding of what we do matters. And I always like to say it's not just about the subject matter, but it's showing the young person that they matter. And it's showing the teachers that they matter. So if you're an educator today and maybe you don't teach band, uh, think of it like this. I'm from Louisiana. Sometimes we got hurricanes, Dr. Tim. And the thing is, you know, we got a few here and there, right? So when the winds blow, you want to make sure the house is structurally sound, right? And part of it being sound is we have a lot of brick homes down south, and that's because of the, the weather. And I would say that the core curriculum is our brick. It's our brick, but hey, the encore, <laughs> the music, the art, the movement, that's our mortar. And if we can work together, and if math teachers can maybe go to that band director and say, well, how do you reach that kid? I just got off the phone with a good friend of mine, Kyle Cook. He's a great educator, and he called me. He called me, uh, you know, he's now taking over the program I was at, and he said, Mickey, how do you reach this kid? And I gave him some, some suggestions on it. And, and it's always beautiful to understand that what we do is more than teach, we reach. We don't just instruct, we inspire. What do, what do educators need to know in today's situation about making those measurable impacts, making that, that measurable connection with students? Because there's folks that their student teaching got cut, Dr. Tim, and mm -hmm. all they, they got the book knowledge. Like they, mm -hmm. they, got, they got all the pedagogy and that's great, which by the way, essential elements, love it, using it, it's great. You gotta have those systems, that methodology. But before you can crack the book, you got to crack the kids, so to speak. You got to you got to see inside their heart and be able to reach their mind in order to teach them as well. So what does that look like for a young educator in your experience? What what are some, maybe some gaps, some deficiencies that they need to be aware of that when they walk into that classroom or maybe it's just somebody that that needs a refresher? What are the essential elements for the educational experience? <laughs> a good, good choice of words there, Mickey. Uh, <clears throat> well, first of all, I think we, we have to distinguish between knowledge and wisdom. Not knowledge is the information. Wisdom is how the information can benefit the person. And for the most part, if people don't know why, if they're, if they're not taught to the why, this is why this is going to make this good for you. I think we just all go through the motion. You had to have classes you took and you probably got an A and you can't remember one thing from it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, finite math. Finite math. And I, I couldn't I couldn't talk you through one problem right now. Matter of fact, finite math was the actual inspiration for me to become a music teacher. I was in the middle of finite math and I thought to myself, I don't like this. Like, and I know I know I know life is not unicorns and rainbows, but it just hit me. It was like, dude, do you really want to do this the rest of your life? Like intellectually, you can do it, but there's no heart. There's no love. There's not been one moment where you did one of these problems and you thought, ah, this <laughs> let's go. Like there was never one moment. And it hit me. It was like, where where is your heart lie? And it occurred to me, I was in a, mul a multitude of ensembles and I was working with youth at my church and developing programs, working summer camps. It was like, you dummy you love teaching and you love music. And I got up in the middle of that class 
Um, so yeah, it was, you know, it was one of those classes. I made an A, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember the first thing from it. Or the teacher. Or the teacher. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Remember all your music. <laughs> remember all your music teachers, though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't isn't it interesting that even the heroes in our profession, and you've already done it, Mickey, when they refer to their teacher, it's Mr. or Mrs. or Doctor or Professor. Yeah. We we can't get that first name out because no, of no. our reverence. Absolutely. For who they are. The and only reason I can even remotely say. Jay Eckers, because he he has he has he has absolutely chewed me out. He was like, "You will call me Jay." He's like, and I'm like, "Okay, Mr. Ecker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. There is there's something so special there. There's a reverence there, um, and isn't that special too? Because in today's time, we don't we don't find an abundance of reverence for much of anything. What does that say to to this this experience called the relationship between that the teacher and student and music itself? Well, if we if we don't give reverence, we're not going to get any back. Mm. And, you know, when people go, well, the way the kids treat me, well, how do you treat the kids? That's good. That's good. Because, I mean, politeness and deportment and appreciation and gratitude and everything, those are skills. You learn to do those by watching good mentors. Unfortunately, you also learn the things not to do by watching not so good mentors at times. That's good. So that's why I think the teacher, whether it's math, chemistry, whatever, the teacher, him or herself, is a huge part of the curriculum. I, I always believe it's important um, to see things the way they can be over, not, not necessarily the way that they are, because if you get caught up on on what you see, you'll miss what can be, right? Mm -hmm. and, and 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 for me, I, I, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I don't think any of us are, but I'm definitely, I can say unequivocally, I am not perfect. But each day I try to wake up with three, well, actually two words, thank you. And, mm -hmm. and, and I try to have that, that perspective of gratitude. And I always like to say, I greet each day with love in my heart, but I, I've started saying now, I greet each day with love in my heart. I believe mm -hmm. it's important to set that 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 idea and look through life through this lens of love. Doesn't mean that you're naive to certain things, but I think if you if you if you set that perspective, uh, you'll be able to see things others can't see. And I think it also helps you stay in tune with what you talked about earlier, your why, right? Having that why, that passion, that purpose, that promise that you're that you're propelling yourself to. You know, I, I look, Dr. Tim, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you every I think everybody has a dream. But but few people have the determination to see it come true, uh, come through or come true. So I, it really takes both. It really takes both. So if you're if you're in a program right now and you're trying to develop that music program or if you're a first year teacher and you're trying to get that social studies class going or you're trying to get these kids to fall in love with math, which sometimes that's a tough sell for, for some kids. You know, I think I think having a strong vision, a strong understanding of why you're in that room and and most importantly, why they're should be in the room what what we're going to do together what what ensemble we're going to create because at the end of the day if everybody has a sound then honestly your room is a symphony and if you're doing it right you're the conductor right but we have to have that score <laughs> we got to have that music score in front of us you got to know how to operate and that comes down that's why they pay you the big bucks sarcasm that's why <laughs> they pay you the big bucks because we're supposed to be we're supposed to be the engineer matter of fact let me put it this way we're supposed to be the visioneers the visionaries, we should we should have a certain vision and a certain perspective that not only that we have, but we can share, we can share. How important is it for educators to share what they know? I've always believed that you're only successful when you become um, 
uh, unnecessary, unnecessary. Well, I mean, that's the whole game of leadership. The, the lead, the, I mean, successful lead, leaders are the ones that, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, it's the people don't say, boy, you did a great job. They say, we did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, what's it, if you're a good leader, people will admire and respect you. But if you're a great leader, people will admire and respect themselves. Oh, that's good. Hey, can you, can you say that again for the folks on the back pew? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're a good leader, people will admire and respect you. But if you're a great leader, people will admire and respect themselves. So when it's time to pass out the spotlight and the bouquets and all that sort of thing, the really good leaders should be the one holding the spotlight to make sure everybody's in it. That's powerful. You know, my, my heart is teaching, but my passion is helping others discover theirs, you know, yeah. and that's that I think I think hearing you say that has just it's 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 really resonating in this season that that what that's what we're here for. You know, if it was about information, if it was about information, then then it's it's pointless. Matter of fact, they have more information on this on this little device, on the little phone. Yeah. And they had when they when they landed the first man on the moon like like they don't really need us for information but they do need us for value i think every child is one sound adult away from discovering their own significance their own sound of success um it's a matter of how can we be a vehicle to get that information to them um and and hopefully not a trojan horse but we we got the good stuff inside that when when they open up the door they're better for it um you know as far as education goes you know i've 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 I'm seeing a shift and a change in it. Um, and with changes, that's natural. Like, like, I think, I think that's the only certainty we have in this thing called life is change. Um, you know, I, I think if you, if you stay rigid, um, you, you miss out. I always like to say, if you're green, you're growing, if you're ripe, you're rotten. And once you're rotten, you'll soon be forgotten. Right. I don't want to be the banana. I don't want to be the banana forgotten on the table. Right. So, so what do you think are critical points? for us not to get ripe, for us not to get rotten, for us to stay evergreen, so to speak. How does how does somebody stay fresh? How does somebody stay green in a season that's that looks designed to destroy? You know, because a lot of people are feeling that pressure right now. Um, well, you know, for me, it, it, and with my opinion in a quarter, you can't get a Coke. So let's don't get too, too <laughs> jazzed on, about this. Um, but it, it's about the filter you look at you you see through everything. I mean, the Methodist sees a Methodist world, the Catholic sees a Catholic world, right? And somebody like you sees a very positive world because that's what you generate yourself. Um, and there's, a, there's an advantage to being negative in our world. It gets tremendous attention. Mm, you're right. You know, if you're negative or you're fussing, everybody kind of gathers around you and, you know. And on the news, if you want to get big sponsors, put a lot of negative news up there. That, that works every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we have to give up that ego pet that comes with attention because that, that's really what it is and feel satisfaction in creating something better for those around us, as you said so eloquently. It's about creating, it's about leaving something that was here before we showed up. That's good. That's Does that good. make sense? That's, that's, that makes perfect sense, you know? Um, you know, and, and when we think about things that were here before we showed up and things that will be here afterwards, there's only so much we can do in this thing mm-hmm. called life. Uh, mm-hmm. I really believe that, that the only thing we can really leave in this call in this thing called life is what we believe. 
right? So our belief system is, is really powerful. That's, that's the ultimate legacy because you, you save up all the money, you either spend it and you leave them with nothing or you save it all up and then they spend it. And it's like, man, I should have spent the money, right? Like you, you, can't, you can't take the stuff with you. Look, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know? It, it, but all we can really leave in this thing called life is what we believe. So our thoughts are so important. It's more important than I think we give it credit for. Uh, I, what we believe in, in actions and our deeds actually become a seed. One thing I've, I've, I've noticed is that, uh, especially over the years, I'm realizing now that they, they told it to me wrong, Dr. Tim. They told it to me wrong. A lot of folks back in the day would say seed, time, harvest, right? And they'd mm -hmm. say seed, time, harvest. And that makes sense intellectually. Seed, you plant the seed, time, harvest. But nobody ever really told me the truth. The truth is, it's really seed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good whistler. Oh, oh, time. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait some more? Yep, 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 yep. We got to wait a little bit more. Harvest, right? Now, let's be honest. If we knew the truth, <laughs> If we knew the whole picture, how many people would still embrace the promise that is uh, their potential? You know, I mean, from a from a music standpoint, you know, you you can't tell the whole story. If I told those beginning band students that, hey, I'm going to introduce you to something, it's going to make you feel like a failure more times than it makes you feel amazing in the first years. You're going to have to forsake friends, family, loved ones. Even your dog won't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he'll howl and scream and the cat will scratch up stuff and oh they'll laugh at you they'll pick on you they'll even say all kind of things about you and then you'll get it right and then you'll mess up 17 more times and you'll go through the process again most people are like oh, i'm out of this but until you feel that win until you experience it there's some things that can't be explained they just have to be experienced until somebody experiences it and that that camaraderie that comes with it that sense of confidence and validation and that sense of awareness and purpose and meaning that comes in and mindfulness that comes along with and the the development of resilience and all these other things oh yeah and the music <laughs> then when you experience it you realize it's more than i can even express but if i told you everything that came with it, few people would be up to the challenge. And I think, unfortunately, for so many of us, we want the product, but not the process. And, and it can be a challenging thing to push yourself personally through a process that doesn't look like it's, it's, it's providing anything. But I'm here today to tell you that we are still part of what I call the noble profession. My grandma used to say that all the time. She said, Mickey, well, she called me a different name. I ain't gonna tell y'all what she called me, but everybody had a nickname down in the South. She said, teaching is a noble profession. This is from a woman who had a third grade education. She wasn't afforded those opportunities, but she knew because of the impact an educator made in her life that if any of her grandchildren could be an educator, that that would be something that would be noble. That would be something that was long lasting. That would be something that that would last beyond the crisis, because, as you said earlier, there's some things that were here before we got here, like crisis. There are some things that have been here every year of our life, like crisis. You can Google it. Every year we've been alive, there's been mm -hmm. some type of conflict or crisis. And mm -hmm. after we're gone, there'll be crisis. But Winston mm -hmm. Churchill said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Mm -hmm. So I'm like this. It's just a crisis. But we are more. Yeah, I, th th I mean, that's, that's all just so, so potent because it really, it really is. There's no destination. There's just more journey. 
Mm. You know, it's like when mm. they say, I, I can't wait till I get out of high school, which turns into, I can't wait till I get out of college, which turns into, I can't wait till I get a job, which turns into, that's not the right job. I need a different job, which turns into, I need a new car, which turns into, huh. I've got to get married, which turns into, we need to have children, which turns into, we have to have, and we keep playing this, I can't wait until game. And in the meantime, our life has gone by. You know, and that's it. somebody I know has to like that, 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 that's resonating with me right now, because how many times have we been in a rush and we miss what we have in the precious, precious present, precious gift, you know, that, that, that band director. And I love, I love my, my middle school band director, but this is so appropriate. I'll never forget my first day of band. You know, most of the time you have a welcome to band speech. My man got up. He's like, welcome to band. Let me tell you a little something, kids. I've been doing this for X number of years and uh, I'm really looking forward to retirement. This is the first day, the first day of school, first day of school. Okay. <laughs> and what I tell you every week, my man would talk about retirement. Fast forward, my sister is six years younger than me. Okay. I'm in college at this point. I've decided to take this journey called music. I'm excited. My sister's in middle school now and, and I knew she joined band. I'm like, this is it. She's about to have this door of opportunity open to her. Let's go. So she gets home. And I'm like, tell me about it. She's like, it was good. I'm like, it was banned. How can it just be good? Again, I've forgotten. She says it was good. I said, well, tell me, tell me what happened. Well, you know, the band director he was really nice, but I'm gonna be honest. She called me Bubba. Bubba, he kind of talked about this thing. We really don't know what it is, but he just talked about retirement. Like the whole, I'm like, oh my goodness. Real talk, truth, true story. Dr. Tim, so then fast forward, I graduate from college and I didn't take the direct route. It took me a little while to get out. So all my folks out there, if you're a college student and you didn't, you're on that, you're not on that four-year path, there's hope. You can still make it. Your man right here didn't get out in four either. So we'll say <clears throat> X number of years I got out and I decided to go on my little reunion tour. So I went back to my high school, went back to the elementary school, you know, and I decided, let me go to the middle school. I saw my band director. He, I walked in, he didn't really recognize me at first and he looked. And he's like, oh, my real name is Huber. He said, Huber. I said, yes, sir, Mr. Humphrey. He said, come on in here, man. So we sat down. He's like, what are you doing here, man? I said, well, I said, I just graduated from, from college. He's like, congratulations, man, tell me. And he's got, he's, when I walked in, there was no teaching. He was, he was sitting up on his desk with his feet up and drinking some coffee. So we're in his office and he's like, well, tell me, what, 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 what are you gonna do with your life? I said, I'm gonna be a band director. He stopped everything he was doing. He put his coffee down, he closed the door. He said, are you sure about that? He said, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm getting ready to retire. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So look, 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 I, make, a, make a long story long. Look, last thing. So he then retires and opens up his own business, a thrift shop. And it was right next to the little pizza stand that we go to after our kids performed at festivals. So every year I made a point to go to the thrift shop and see, I mean, he was always so kind, he's a great guy. And uh, he'd always tell me, he's like, man, I said, how's everything going? Oh, it's going good. I'm just, you know, everything's good. It's, 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 it's tough out here. I'm, I'm just waiting on retirement. And I'm thinking, dude, <laughs> work for yourself. So this continued every year until one day I drove by that store and it had a banner. It said, it didn't say closing. It didn't say going out of business. It said retirement sale. And I'm like, wow. I don't know, maybe to each his own, but to hear you talk about that, that, that story came up. How many of us are trying to retire from our from our promise from our moment retreating really is what i call it you know mm -hmm. and, I, and i think more than ever we got to find ways to get plugged in and push and keep on going but that 
that that that takes a mindset. That takes a mindset. What mm-hmm. what what is that 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 makes somebody wake up in the morning with no alarm clock needed? What is that that <laughs> makes somebody just can't wait to get to work? I don't know. You seem like a dude. I don't think you got too many alarm clocks, Doctor Tim. I don't think. You- <laughs> no. Well, the 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 myth is we're going to get motivated to do something, uh, and the truth is, we do something and then we're motivated. Mm. A lot of people have that flipped around. Me too, by the way. You know. Yeah. But notice how great your kids feel after a concert, and they're all excited. Now that might not be just you know before. Go clean up your office. You'll feel great about your office, mm-hmm. mm. which will will use the energy to push you to the next thing. So it, it ta- I think it takes action of some kind to create the energy to be motivated. I mean, you wrote papers in college. Yeah. I mean, did you sit down and go, God, I'm so motivated <laughs> to write this. But sure. afterwards, you're like, man, you got to check my paper. It's really good. Wow. wow. So, yeah, that's what's great about being a teacher. At the end of the day, if you did it, you got great energy to go to the next thing. Nike, Nike, just do it. Just, just do, do it's it. not a paid sponsorship unless you want it to be Nike. If you're listening, we'll go and we'll take it. We'll take it. But I'm just saying, go just do it. I like it's it's so powerful that a lot of times we make things deeper than what it really is. You know, I think part of it is doing it and then part of it is being it. I think in addition to setting up your to-do list, you also have to set up your to be list, you know. Absolutely. I think, you know. So what does what does what does the to be list look like? I don't know. For me, um, for me, being is is just being intentional, you know, about what it is I want to be in that moment and not not being at the whim of every circumstance and situation, not being at the whim of every situation, of every relationship, of every situationship. It's an understanding that that I determine the weather, the weather or not. Right. And mm-hmm. I have a lot more power than I realize. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, but that's that takes time and, and it takes some reminding, too, because. I'm gonna be honest with you. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. There was something I was struggling with, but I had mm-hmm. to remind myself. And I'll tell you this too. It also helps to have great people surrounding you because sometimes uh-huh. we get the spirit of amnesia. We forget, we forget who we are. How, what, what does that mean to you about having that, that good circle, that sound circle of individuals? Has that made a measurable impact in your life? The company you keep, the rooms that you're in, what does that mean for an educator right now that may be struggling, uh, but they, they're only hearing their sound? Well, we become like the people we hang around. I mean, it's, it's a reflection process, like it or not. And, uh, you know, we've all been around some people who probably weren't the most uh, dynamic, motivated, on-target people. And pretty soon you can feel yourself starting to, you know, diminuendo, so yeah. to speak, with them. And then we've been around, I mean, like uh, kids that play in an honor band that come home and go, oh my gosh, it was so phenomenal. I <laughs> okay, use the same fingerings you did at home. Yes. It yes. was the environment around you that what's catapulted you forward. So that's why it's so important, so important for us to create our cultures around us that we, we want it to be. I mean, everything from bright colors to I'm moving the chairs around today so you don't get stale. That's good. It's you know, difference. that's it. Like that, like the setting, the perspective that you provide, mm-hmm. the company you keep, you know, life's better when we band together. I mean, <laughs> I'll be the first to say that, you know, my, my little boy um, has reminded me of something time and time again. He has probably been my best teacher at certain points in my life. He, and he, he, know, he doesn't even know he's teaching, you know, mm-hmm. growing up as a kid, Dr. Tim, we didn't, we didn't have a lot. 
um, you know, we weren't homeless, but mm -hmm. we didn't really take the family vacation thing. We didn't, we didn't have the timeshare. We didn't have the, the things that, 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 that you hope to be able to provide family and different things. Um, we just didn't have those amenities and luxuries. So when, when I came home and said, I wanted some comic books, it was like, nah, we're not doing that. We're not spending that money. She was like, you could draw your own. So I, I got really good at drawing. I did. I did. But we, I said all that to say, I didn't grow up with the whole comic book scene. Like, but now in today's society, man, the comic books have really made a, a resurgence and they, they're like a multi-billion dollar uh, industry. Now, when you think about, you know, all these Marvel and DC and my little boy got me to thinking about something. He got so geeked up about these Avengers. And I'm watching it and I'm like, in and of themselves, they're all superheroes, but they even, <laughs> even they have that, uh, how'd you say it? The wisdom. They got mm -hmm. the wisdom to understand, yeah, we could do it alone, but we're stronger together. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the, the one movie I watched with him one time where it had the superhero doing it by itself, my man died. Like he, he straight up died. It was Superman. Like who kills Superman? But like, I'm like, if Superman can't make this journey on his own, like even he had to team up, they had DC Comics and uh, Justice League and Avengers. I'm learning, I'm learning about these 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 characters. But even with Star Wars, they, they band together. And it reminds me that this thing called teaching, it's an arduous journey. It's a hero's journey. But part of being the hero is understanding you were never meant to take it alone. So I think it's so important that we that we set up opportunities for us to bring in people, bring in dynamic people. Uh, we know to do that from a performance standpoint, but don't you think it's critical from a personal development that we bring in folks um, to to provide us some direction, mentorship, uh, coaching? I don't know. You know, especially in these times. You know, how, how important do you feel that is for our quote unquote performance personally? Our, our, to 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 elevate our performance as individuals so that we are sound adults. Well, I called you to see if you'd come and be a part of us. That wasn't <laughs> an accident. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> iron sharpens iron. I, I really do believe that. Iron sharpens iron. Um, and I think we can only grow to some extent on our own, you know? And that's a hard one to admit because we're control freaks, most of us. Yeah. That's why we, we like what we do. I mean, uh, band directing, music teaching, it may be one of the last dictatorships on the planet that's benevolent. Yeah. Um, but we were good at it. Yeah. Um, you know, that bastion of that podium is like, you know, we're going to. So I, I, that's why I have some admiration for what you do, because you've stepped way, way outside the lines. Um, and as a result, have expanded the the landscape for your students. They just think every band director is like you. They don't have any comparison. I'm like, are you, are you, you know who's your band director is? They're like, yeah, Mr. Smith. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, this is LeBron James of band director in front of you here. But to them, it's just another basketball yeah, player, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just Mr. Smith. Just Mr. Just Smith. Mr. Smith. <laughs> Sometimes I get so mad at Mr. Smith because I didn't want to play hot cross buns. It's like, Kid, you should be kissing the feet, but they won't know this until yeah. years when they look back. They yeah. go, oh my God, you know my band? I didn't know it with mine until I had to go get a degree. I had to go get a degree and I'm like, man, this dude knows all this and still cares. Like yeah. he didn't lose heart with all this, you know? Um, you know, I, I, it's one of those things, I, I'm so grateful for the Grammy process that I got mm -hmm. to experience. And a lot of, you know, 
a lot of times you're talking to people and they don't realize it wasn't even about a trophy. It was that first year doing it. It provided a mirror that expanded my window. By, by, by going through this process, it made me so reflective and aware of certain things that now it changed the way I saw not just my students, but the profession as a whole. And it, it gave me an added passion and fire for it. So every year I go back and just a glutton for punishment. And then eventually, you know, it, it quote unquote paid off, but I think it paid off before it paid off. It, it, yeah. it changed my perspective. But, you know, I tell the kids all the time that, um, you know, it is a bit of a dictatorship. I was like, this is the United States of Smith. Okay. Just for a little while, kids. <laughs> but, but I am a benevolent, like I, I literally use that word. I'm a benevolent dictator. I will, <laughs> I will pass the power down. I won't be like others. And I tell them all the time, I'll boss you until you become a boss, until you start making boss moves. And I try to embed opportunities for their perspective to be enhanced. For example, if you're a clarinet player in my class, I will boss you on how to assemble that instrument. And you know, you gotta do it this way, you gotta. And then one day you'll walk in and I won't say anything. And when that moment, when they put those instruments together, I literally stand up and I give them a standing ovation. They think I'm crazy. Like, what is he doing? I said, you don't even realize what just happened. You got so good, you shut me up. I said, y'all know I can talk. <laughs> Then they, the wheels start turning. What else can we do to get them to stop from talking today? That and, and that's a motivator, but it only came from their doing. Like you said, you know, I boss them until they become a boss so that they can make boss moves. And I think that's what we want. We want to provide an opportunity yes. for us to not be essential. Just like when I yes. taught my little boy how to tie a shoe. I love doing that. But the day he walked up to me and tied it for himself, there was such a sense of pride and just joy, you know? And then my knee's starting to crack. I can't get down there anymore, man. So I'm like, this is a win-win for everybody, man. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. Well, look, look, this is this is this is so dynamic. Like you, you, you got the juices, got juices flowing and my wheels turning and my heart bump, pumping a little bit more. This is this is so good because it's practical stuff. You know, a lot of times, Dr. Tim, we have these these podcasts and I'm not I'm not speaking ill of anybody, but you know, it, it, it may be talking about the classroom management or the the pedagogy or the lit, you know, and sometimes we flex on what we can do in the classroom. And that's great. You know, flex on, flex on, but there's some things that we have to have before we even open the score, before we even open the case. And I think who we are personally plays such a critical role now more than ever that we have to take time to be mindful about our sound, about mm -hmm. our significance, so that they can achieve their significant sound. So that's what this is about. So look, look, we're gonna take a quick pause and we're gonna come right back on the other side of this sound. We're gonna put you in the hot seat, Dr. Tim. We're gonna put yeah. you in the hot seat and we're gonna give you the sound check today. We're gonna see, we're gonna see where, where your heart and your head lies in regards to some things that, that, that are close to our hearts as educators and as value adders in this season. So, hey guys, we're back. We'll be back in just a moment with Dr. Tim. Stay tuned. See the sound. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic check one, two, one, two. Hey, guys, you know what time it is. It's see the sound, but specifically, it's that part of the show 
where we delve a little deeper. I like to say, let us be the sound, right? Right. There's a reason we're not human doings. We're human beings, right? Because it's not just what we do, but it's, it's what we be. And look, my wife would be so upset. She's a literacy teacher. She's like, Mickey, you can't use that language. But I'm going to say it again. It's what you be. It's what you be. To be or not to be. It's not the question. Shakespeare had it wrong. To be or not to be is the answer. It's the answer. It's the end all. It's the beginning. It's the end. It's everything. So with each and every day, I believe it's important that we be sound. So Dr. Tim, I'm going to throw you a little rapid fire action right here now. Uh, every day, I like to set my day with a quote unquote sound check. And sound is an acronym. And today I'm going to I'm going to share with you what those letters stand for. And I want you to share with our listeners today, maybe how you intentionally do that, or or maybe ideally, what could you do to to manufacture this quote unquote sound? So here we go. You ready? I'm ready, Mickey. You say I'm born ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So here we go. S stands for see yourself beyond yourself. What does that mean to you? Each day I try to make choices and decisions that are good for what's around me instead of necessarily for what's myself. That's a that's a growth factor I have to work on all the time because our initial reaction is to suffice ourselves. But if you stand back far enough, you go, if you're really going to make a difference in life, it's what's going to be best for those around you. And that doesn't mean that's not being a martyr. Yeah, that's not it at all. It's about taking your gifts and your talents and using them to have other people elevate to a higher level of who they can be. And that's good. That's good. I always hearing you say that makes me think about how ambition feeds self, but vision feeds others, right? Amen. So it's creating that giving, giving that generosity, that generosity perspective. That's good. That's good. Okay. Batting a thousand. I like it. I like it. All right, here we go. Here we go. So we got see yourself beyond yourself. O stands for operate in optimism and excellence daily. What does that mean to you? Um, well, a lot of people see optimism or positive is sometimes even fluffy. Positive by definitions means honest and with forward motion. That I'm going to be honest and with forward motion and look at things realistically. Um, but, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. <laughs> so if I don't like what I'm looking at, maybe I need to look at myself first. You know, it's like the whole pandemic. What's, there's a there's a challenge in every opportunity, but there's an opportunity in every challenge. And we've had some pretty good challenges here lately, yeah. which ought to mean there's a ton of opportunity in there too. That's good. That's good. Every opportunity is just that another opportunity for another opportunity for growth and change. That's good. That's good. I like that. Honest and forward. Oh, that's good. Forward moving. All right. Uh, so we got see yourself beyond yourself, operate in optimism and excellence. The next one, you stands for utilize all available resources go well yeah that's really a good one that's for the human being i mean we're creatures of habit right sure we, the mind while it's very powerful doesn't necessarily like to think it will it will but that's why we wait till the day before the test to study or the <laughs> night before the papers do or before the budgets do and so forth so once you get to that understanding about that, you start to go, wait, let me jump ahead all the time. Let me push ahead. And uh, again, you're, you're uh, an incredible product of what you preach. I mean, that's what, one of the reasons I love you so much. You don't, you don't just preach it and teach it. You reach it. Yeah. And, and that's the fuel to take you to the next level, right? Wow. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You you have to be like you said before. You have to be a doer and a beer, right? You gotta you gotta if, operate in that thing. If you don't if you don't live what you preach, then there's something inauthentic about the message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. That's good. You gotta work that muscle, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And that's the thing, you know. A lot of folks think hard work is a trait or a gift. It's just a decision. Like literally, it's just a decision. It's a hard one sometimes, but I'm gonna be honest. If when you make the decision, that's when everything else happens, or when you don't. <laughs> no, this is good because I mean, you know, an old man like me, you can you can get away with a lot of stuff. And the other day, I was at a conference, and I'm walking down the hallway, and there's paper laying on the floor, and there's nobody around. Yeah, nobody's gonna know yeah. if I pick that up and throw it away or not, except I know. Mm. I walk mm. by it. I backed up to it and went, Tim, come on, don't do this. Pick it up and throw it away. It'll make it better for the next person that walks down this hallway. Now, that's not to, to, to be uh, uh, make myself feel gracious or anything. That's just what we need to do if we are going to actually continue to improve our own lives. So I picked it up and threw it away. Felt pretty good about it, too. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And a lot of times we think the resources are outside of ourselves, but <coughs> we are the greatest resource. That's good. That's good. I'm telling, look, y'all, y'all listening, like you are literally the only person that has ever focused on yourself being a, a powerful resource. I've never had anybody bring that perspective. You, you, you killing the game, Dr. Timmy, killing the there game. <laughs> all right. So we got see yourself beyond yourself, operate in optimism and excellence, utilize all available resources. N stands for nourishing relationships. What is that? Well, I think to, to nourish relationships, which is, I mean, what else is there to do? Unless you're an I, me person mm-hmm. and an I, me person is not going to go far in this world. Um, it's, it's to bring attention and victory to others. I mean, this is such a great gift. You, when you called and said, would you do this? Oh my gosh, are you sure you got the right number, Mickey? Come on. Uh, come on. <laughs> And what people like better than anything else is attention to what they're doing and appreciation. You know, I read a thing on the on a, uh, uh, airplane magazine, the four things people want most in life. You'd think it'd be money or fame or fortune to be recognized by their superiors was number one. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? And we can all do that. We're teachers. We can do it to the children, the custodians, the parents, the administrators, our colleagues. Recognize others. Everyone wants to know their love, valued, and wanted. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I had a colleague I shared with you earlier. He called me, said, what do I do with this kid? He's a good kid, but he's wanting to get out. And part of my suggestion to him was uh, check your calendar. I said, I asked him a little bit about the young man. There were some things I remember seeing in him. I said, tell me about his dynamic. So he started telling me about family, background, different things. I said, yeah, that's what I thought. I said, um, give him 15 minutes a day. You know, Geico is not the only thing that can, that can, that can change your life in 15 minutes. I mean, you might be able to save 15% on car insurance, but you can change a life 15 (laughs) minutes a day. I said, just give my man 15 minutes before school, sit down with him. He'll never say how much he appreciates that. And then come up with one little phrase. Like he plays the baritone, just say, Hey, B tone baby. And give him a fist bump or something like that. That way, when he comes to class, you don't have to say a whole lot. You stand at the door, you give him the fist bump. I see that B-tone. Or when he yeah. does something great in class, pat him on the back. B-tone's rocking it today. And all of a sudden now, he's got a sense of value and worth. And it's not 
It's not made, you're not making a big scene where he feels awkward. You're just adding value, making that deposit, making that deposit. And that's how you can make the withdrawal. So that's, that's good. Nourishing the relationships. Wow. Wow. You're bringing we, it back. We, we repeat behavior. We get attention for both bad and good. Mm-hmm. And mm. we generally give students attention when they do something wrong. Dr. Tim, you're going to have to, say, going to, have to stay on that one for a little while because there's some folks that are like, I don't understand why Jimmy is being the way he's being in class, but you just he's said getting, something. He's getting attention for doing that. You know, being a percussionist, I mean, <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing back there? You're never got your music up for Ryan out loud, messing around with those sticks. It's like, I got you hooked. I can get, I can get you to stop the whole band for me. That's it. That's it. Instead of saying, you know, just ignoring it for the given moment, addressing it one-to-one without, I mean, criticizing private, praising public, right? Yeah. And then, you know, the next time I do something, I go, way to go, Tim. Yeah. I loved it when you looked up just for that symbol crash. Mm-hmm. That's what you and I need to be doing all the time, buddy. You are my man. That's well, cool. I'll watch you forever now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's food for thought. It's it, giving us these nuggets, these gems that are things we can use tomorrow. And that's what we need now more than ever. You know, we know that we know the notes. We know the pedagogy. We know the guidelines. We know we know all all this good stuff. But how do we make that measurable connection and impact in a way that makes it not just a lesson, but an experience that lasts for a lifetime? I think it's being sound. S-O-U-N. And then D, don't stop keep on going. It's just like you said, at this point, after you've done all that, it's just a matter of just doing it. And and I think life is better when we are sound, not just for ourselves, but for everyone that's around us, for everyone that's in our presence, for everyone that receives what's coming from our heart. Because again, it's a matter of greeting each day with that sound from your heart, grading each day with that sound from your heart. And um, your sound today in your heart, Dr. Tim, has been absolutely value adding and life-changing. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know everyone that's listening today has left a little bit better, probably a whole lot better, just from the time that we spent together. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for your time, your talent, and your treasure, helping us to see the significance, to see the sound today. Thank you so much. Thank you. We find in others what we have in ourselves, you know? Wow. Wow. So uh, good mirror, buddy. Good mirror. (laughs) I receive it. I receive it. And I'm grateful for it more than you know. And look, guys, I'm grateful for you today. Um, You know, Dr. Tim is an amazing individual. If you didn't know before, you know now. Doc, can you tell us how we can stay connected with you? Is there a website or email? Is there anything that 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 we need to be aware of? Uh, You said you talked about con summer. Can you share anything about um, how folks can stay connected with the work that you're doing? I guess is a better way of saying it. Oh, yeah, that's very kind of you to do that. Uh, all, I mean, you can just Google Tim Lotzenheiser if you can even get close to spelling it. Um, and there's there's all kinds of, um, you know, ways to get in touch. Conselmer Division of Education. There's enough email addresses there. You can get me almost anywhere. And and I answer everything. Yes, I answer spam. That's how desperate <laughs> for friends I am. Um, but, yeah, you send me a question or want something, I, you know, I'll, I'll help. I'll do it. Yeah, whatever. I mean, come on. We're all in this together. We're all swimming together, right? Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So guys, look, if nothing else, I need you to understand that whether you're a teacher or not, you may be just a, a 
a supporter of education. I say just, I don't mean it to, to diminish it at all, but understand that if you add value, then you're something greater than a teacher. You're an educator. I believe an educator adds value. So for all my educators out there that may be in or out the classroom, do me a favor and just remember this, as things get tough, this thing called life, it's just a class and the world we live in, simply our classroom. So do me a favor, make your classroom sound, make your teaching epic, and I promise you, your legacy will be significant. Until next time, keep on going. Your sound will change the world if you do just that. See the sound, MickeySmithJr.com. Heartbeat of that motherless child. As we search for love, we all need warmth of a smile. There's a sound that is so sweet when we hear, child, you belong. So let our words of love flow freely like a river strong. And let us need the sound to change the world. Let us be the sound to change the world. Let us be the sound to change the world. Oh, 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 oh,